Welcome back. Jim Legion for Greg Bishop. And don't forget, Hero of the Week comes your way at 8 o'clock this morning. And to get us into that frame of mind, I wanted to share a story that I just learned about this week. This actually happened uh, several months back. Uh, but uh, several local teens who um, just happened to be in the right place at the right time and reacted quickly when they saw a, a situation uh, where somebody was in dire need of help. May have saved a life, in fact. Uh, one of those teens is here live with us this morning. His name is Tate Wedigan, and he uh, joins us here to tell us about the story and the aftermath of it. And, uh, Tate, thanks for taking the time. Good morning. Appreciate you being here with us so early on a Friday morning. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad to tell the story. All right. Well, uh, g take us back to this. This actually happened back in December. You're with a couple of friends. Tell us uh, who they were and how you just happened to uh, to come across the situation that you guys had to respond to. So I was with my friends, uh, Mikhail Dixon and Anthony Marinelli, and we had just gotten done uh, lifting with our trainer. And... Uh, they were forcing me to listen to a bad song that I didn't like, so they forced me to drive around the neighborhood a little bit. And, now, now, we just... and hang on a second. I, I got to ask here about this, because you mentioned this to me when I talked to you about this uh, last night. What was the song that was driving you so crazy that your friends insisted on keeping you in the car and driving you around to force you to listen to it? I'm pretty sure it was a song by Juice World. I can't remember the name. <laughs> uh, but uh, the friends being uh, friends in the way they are, knowing that you didn't you didn't like the song at all, rather than just going straight back to your house, they decided to drive around with you to force you to keep listening to it, which, as it turns out, was uh, really a very fortunate twist of fate as the story would play out. Mm -hmm. It was a blessing in disguise. So, uh, so they're driving around and taking the long way to get you back home, and, and then what happens? So, uh, we took the opposite way back to my house, and uh, we were driving along the street, pretty close to my house, and uh, we had passed by this open garage, and the man was just laying in the middle of the garage, and we were confused why he was laying there because we couldn't really see what was going on so we stopped and we went up to the garage and we realized that he had fallen off a ladder and he hit his head pretty good wow uh so just to set the stage again you guys are, are driving down the road in a car uh three friends and you know you're you're you know probably you know talking about a lot of things like how much you hate the song that's playing at that moment but you just happen to be looking over and see the open garage door and see somebody lying on the ground there and and so you saw this from the road and immediately realized something was wrong yeah, we realized something was wrong, and we went to go check on him, and we found him barely conscious. He had been laying there for around 20 minutes, I believe. Wow. Uh, and uh, and no one had found him at that point. So uh, walk me through the next steps. What happens then? You approach, you realize you've got somebody who's pretty badly hurt. What happens then? So, yeah, we had realized that he had gone off the ladder and hit his head pretty, pretty good, and... Uh, First thing we do is uh, Mackay and Anthony, they check to see if he's conscious, able to talk, able to remember anything, and I immediately called 911, and they made sure that he was at least staying awake before the ambulance got there. Well, what was he able to communicate to you? Was he, in fact, able to talk? Was he coherent? Uh, what What were you able to learn while you're on the phone with 911 that you're, you can relay to, uh, to the emergency uh, team that, that's on its way? 
Well, he was able to talk. He was struggling a bit, but he was able to talk. But he actually couldn't remember a lot of things like where he was at or what had happened or even his age. Yeah, a, a blow to the head like that, we think it's something that only happens like in, in old-time comedies, but it actually can cause sort of a temporary amnesia, and uh, it, it really is a, a challenging situation uh, and can be very dangerous, in fact. But uh, fortunately, we were, you were able to find him there, able to call 911. Uh, how quickly did help arrive for him, and, and what, were you instructed to do anything in the meantime before an ambulance got there? Uh, since he had not really been able to move around or lift his head, we were told to just make sure that he stayed in the same spot that he was before and made sure we stayed with him till the ambulance came. And I believe they were only around five to ten minutes, but it felt like forever. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, so they arrive. Uh, they are able to get him stabilized. Tell me then what to, what happened to, to this gentleman. About how old uh, is he, and uh, what what then? Uh, what did you learn after the fact about what happened in his recovery? Um, he is around early 60s, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um. They found out he had a bunch of like underlying issues after after he went to the hospital visit, not just from landing on the ground, but issues that he was having before that, too. Is that maybe why he fell off the ladder in the first place? Uh, I don't think that's what it was. Huh. I think he just slipped, but yeah. we definitely did help him with some other things after the matter, too. Yeah. So this was really uh, an important intervention there. Now, tell me a bit about what uh, happened with you and your friends in, in your encounters with this gentleman since you uh, were able to intervene and get him the help he needed in that moment. Well, him and his family are very religious and truly believe that everything was meant to happen and that we were meant to be there. So they were courteous enough to give us all individually visa gift cards and they also bought us a uh they also bought us tickets for the upcoming uh cubs cardinals game (laughs) that's a that's fantastic so you're going to get to go and and to see this now you and your your friends i assume are, are all baseball fans are you guys all rooting for one team or the other do you have a split among you uh i know one of my buddies has family in Chicago, so I bet he's going to be a Cubs fan, and I know probably got some Cardinals fans. So, <laughs> very nice. Uh, well, it's it's great that they uh, they recognized your help and are, are doing what they can to uh, to honor you for that. Uh, but really, just uh, remarkable too, because we're we're in a time where sometimes people don't want to get involved. They don't want to know what's uh, what's happening. They they don't want to to interfere and maybe put themselves in the middle of a situation. Uh, but you guys uh, felt the need to uh, to to stop and to do something rather than just to uh, ignore a problem there in front of you uh tell me your friends names again uh the driver was makai dixon and the other passenger was Anthony Marinelli. Well, uh, we really want to extend our, our thanks to both of them as well, as well as to you, Tate Wedigan, for uh, sharing the story with us here. Uh, congratulations to all three of you for being uh, good citizens, good neighbors, good people to, to step in and do something like this and to, you know, again, potentially save somebody's life, somebody that badly injured and left unattended for a long time. You just shudder to think of what could have potentially happened there had you not been there in 
in the right place at the right time to render assistance. So uh, thanks to you. Thanks to your friends as well. And listen, enjoy that uh, that Cubs-Cardinals game next month. Yeah, it'll be really fun.